Happy Sunday, you guys. I have risen and I am back for another episode for today's sermon, which coincidentally, we will be chatting all things sermons, God, religion, spirituality, what is going on. I first, before I get into this episode, want to just disclaim, I am not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. Quite frankly, I don't want to be. But I am just sharing my experience and what I'm going through right now. If you would like to share something with me this week, you hear my story and you're like, you know what? I really think this would help her or maybe this is how I feel or thank you for letting me see this or whatever it might be. And I mean, for lack of better terms, if you want to preach to me after hearing my message this Sunday, I would please ask you, do not slide in my DMs. I will leave you on red. If you want to talk to me, please email me at desbefit at gmail.com. I will not promise a reply, but I will promise a read. And I always love to hear what other people like to say. I personally just can't always respond to every single email message, sharing a testimony with me. Okay. But if that is something you would like to do this week, I do want to open those doors. All right. So this Sunday I am sitting down first and foremost, I'm not even home yet. By the time you're listening to this, I'm actually on my way back from Austin, Texas for a weekend with Tula. Um, this weekend was actually really special. It was the first weekend and first real event event since COVID. And I was grateful enough to be asked to come by Tula. So I told you guys last week, I don't know if I'm going. Well, after that, after I sent that, I got all the information to make sure that I was going. So very excited. Um, because as you guys know, I reply or I record early. So I'm very excited for this weekend. However, I will say, um, by the time I'm coming back, hopefully next week, I can give you guys a little rundown on how it went. Um, but that is what I'll be doing this weekend. So I'm not in church. All right. Let me just make that very clear. I'm not in church this week. We had a lot of really crazy drops. Yesterday was buff bunny collection. Last Thursday was Paragon. This coming Wednesday is story. And as always, I hope you guys know you never need to buy anything. All right. I feel like we live in this age of the internet where brands are constantly pushing out products. Right. And, and that is so common and so normal. Don't get me wrong, but I also feel like it kind of thinks it makes you feel like if you miss out that you do exactly that you miss out. Right. So here's just your little, you know, I got you baby reminder that just because you don't have the current collection of clothes doesn't mean you can't upload a selfie. Doesn't mean you can't be feeling yourself. If you're getting the freaking good ass shit from Target, go off. If you're getting your active wear from Meyer, go off. You don't always have to have what's popping and what's new. But what I love doing for you is that if you are choosing to support a company that I'm affiliated with, I am going to give you the 100% truth of what I like, what I don't like, what I would recommend, and what I do not recommend. Money is hard to spend right now. And if I can make it very clear cut, whether you should spend it, I'm going to do exactly that. And I will promise you that for forever. Okay. So that is what happened last week. Like I said, story coming up this Wednesday. I'll be very honest. I love it. I love it. Okay. We got the hazy print, but not in the orange color that we saw last launch. We have it now in black. So it's a little bit more muted. So for you girlies who like a little bit of print, a little bit of fun, but you didn't want the color, this is for you. We also have some new long line perseverance bras in. We have a beautiful turquoise color and the his and hers like matching sets are are like literally it. There's also this new t-shirt. I don't have the name of it. 
in front of me. Maybe it's called like the coast shirt. Am I wrong? It might be something like that, but the back of it actually cinches and it allows you to have like a flowy shirt or a more tighter shirt. You can make it more crop top. You could, it's actually a really cool design I've not seen. So I'm, I'm for that. I'm always about the innovation. So I did like that. Um, but that is releasing Wednesday. As always, you can use code Desby to get free shipping on any order, um, and support me. If you choose or you have like another code or they're like, hey, here's 20% off and you're like, oh, fuck, but I want to support Des, you can always shop my link. So that's the same with Story and Alani, alani.com slash Desby, story.com slash Desby. You know, you know the drill. This week, I didn't have a lot of time to watch TV. I was like so fucking exhausted this past week. I had two, three days in a row where I had to wake up at like 5.30 a.m., which isn't a big deal. Okay. I'm not sitting here sleeping until 10, but when you add in a 5 30 AM wake up with a baby who's still waking up, you know, two times a night, that 5 30 AM comes fucking quick. I also do this crazy thing and I call it crazy thing. Cause we're all going to be like, yep. Same where I have revenge sleep. And what that means is that when Maddox goes down at seven, eight o'clock. And I'm like, okay, man, I'm finally, it's quiet time. Maybe Archie's currently asleep or going to be asleep or nonetheless, one kid is just always easier than two to manage period, especially when they're a baby. But I have this issue. It's probably more of a mental illness where I just want to stay up because I can finally do whatever I want. It's like this weird feeling of independence that I have. So I have the surge of like 8 PM to like fucking midnight where I stay up for no reason and I just enjoy no one around besides my husband. But you know what I mean? It's like I, I, I revenge that that time that I get. So 5.30 a.m. comes quick. But I was exhausted this past week. I took some extra rest days. Um, and honestly, I wasn't able to watch a lot of good TV. I usually like watching at least one or two things for you guys so that when I come on Wednesday, I'm like, all right, here's what you should watch this week or here was my feedback, whatever. And I started watching the movie Blonde. Okay, I saw a lot of like a lot of uh, kind of talk about this movie. This is the movie based on Marilyn Monroe. Now, I'll be honest, I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of history and understanding of Marilyn Monroe. I really don't. The only thing I feel like I really know about her is that she was she went from like foster home to foster home. She grew up very poor and she made it big. I also know she was gorgeous. Um I know like the, the famous, what's it called? Warm something Warhol or whatever, you know, that photo of her dress coming up. Like we all know the infamous Marilyn Monroe, but how much do we really know about her? So there was a lot of conspiracy and issue with the movie saying that it didn't depict a lot of positive narrative. Um, and I saw a few tweets and again, I'm just articulating what was tweeted of people saying that the movie made her look very weak, very used, whatever it might be. But I feel like that's what I've also heard happen to her. I heard I heard that she was very used and used and abused for for lack of better terms. You know what I mean? And so I do. I, I'll be very interested to watch it since it is a Netflix movie. I'm sure there's a little bit more graphic. And I know that when I was first five minutes into the movie, um, I literally was like, holy shit. So I was not fully attentive, but I will report back on that one or um, stay tuned on the Brunch with Desmond Instagram. I'll give some feedback once I'm able to watch that. The other thing I did start watching, and uh, don't hate me for this, I started watching the John Wayne Gacy tapes on Netflix. So this is like kind of his over, I think it was like over 60 hours of recording of him talking about these crazy murders that he committed. 
And again, I feel like we go back to this, this new, I don't want to say new, but this uh, uproar of like, we shouldn't be talking about these serial killers over and over and over again. But there are a few renowned serial killers that I feel like just did things so crazy that it's just like unfathomable. And so it's always remade with like different peoples, different characters, different takes, different backgrounds of these stories, because it's just so like captivating. Um, you know, even long before social media, there were people that were obsessed with these cases in real time. You know what I mean? So I think that social media just makes that, if you want to call it obsession or interest, look so much more like there's so many more people that are obsessed with true crime when it's the same amount of people that might've been back in the, you know, back in the day, but we didn't have the ability to broadcast it. Right. What are you watching tonight? And we like share it to our Facebook. Oh, I'm watching the Dahmer types. Like they trust me. They would have done that back in the nineties, eighties, you know what I'm saying? But they just didn't have the access to it. So I started watching that. Um, very interesting, very eye-opening, especially because it was in Chicago. And that's so close to home for me. And uh, so that was really crazy. And I even talked to my dad um, about it. And he was like, yeah, I remember hearing about this story because it was so close. And, um, you know, we listened, watched it on the TV when he got arrested. And kind of crazy, you know, because really, we're really not that far removed from when these terrible things happened. So with all that said... I will say very eye-opening, very interesting to watch. One thing I will say is there's a new Lifetime movie. I believe it's Lifetime. Correct me if I'm wrong. Might be Hallmark. Not pretty sure it's Lifetime. That is coming out with a fucking Gabby Petito movie already. I hope you guys realize that this case of hers just happened last August. August of 2021. You know, that means that they were already in production. Like maybe six months ago. I'll give them that because they're usually pretty low budget films. Therefore, they can turn them around pretty fast. What the fuck? That's crazy. So then I think Bailey, Bailey Sapien or something. I don't remember her name, but she's a true crime junkie on YouTube. Quote tweeted it and said like, Lifetime, you should be disgusted in yourselves. Gabby Petito's family is not okay with this. Because again, remember we talked about publicity and the public knowledge and they can do whatever they want. So... Then people were on her case saying like, you're also the one that like does true crime YouTube. Like that's what you're known for. Like you, all you do is talk about crime. You're, you're also bringing awareness to these crimes and these killers and victims. However, on the opposite end, people were then defending her saying that she uses a lot of factual information. She does interviews with the family. She does what she can and she reports on this stuff, but I will say that I don't see any difference if you're going to be mad about someone making a documentary versus someone doing the same exact thing just in the, in the form of YouTube. So just some food for thought, something to mull over, right? It's like, we got to call ourselves out if we're being a little bit hypocritical. And I think that if we're going to be maybe mad about the Dahmer tapes, I think the only thing that you could argue with is the amount of money in the amount of reach that these bigger companies have, like, like putting it on Netflix, right. Versus maybe a YouTuber who might still have like a million subscribers, but maybe gets a million views or 500,000 views. Right. So I, I will argue that with you is that it's, it's a different platform, different reach, et cetera, but true crime is still true crime. So it's a little bit of an awkward and interesting uproar that's occurred the past couple of weeks because there are so many famous podcasters even out there that thrive off of 
crime. So interesting, right? Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah, didn't really watch a lot of things, but I'd love to hear your guys' opinions on the John Wacy gain, Wacy, the John Wacy gain. What the fuck? The John, you know what I'm talking about him, the clown killer <laughs> and, um, the new movie blonde. If you have not listened to it, um, or watched it, sorry. So, um, this week I honestly, I just really want to dive into the episode. There's, there's not a lot of stuff going on. The only, you know, skincare corner I'd give you guys is obviously with the Tula event this past week, the radiant skin tint. Um, I will give you guys the lowdown on it really quick. So this is obviously an SPF 30, um, skin tint that you can wear. It comes in 30 different shade ranges, which I love. They Tula does a really good job at, at serving people of all shades of color. And I think that that's really cool. Um, and catering to skin issues of, again, all people of all different colors, backgrounds, ethnicities, etc. So 30 different shade ranges. The beauty behind this product is that you can overlay it and it looks like a nice finish, no makeup, makeup look. You can also utilize this as literally a more foundation piece. So for me personally, if I wear it, I usually wear it with my mineral magic SPF. I mix them together. So I kind of do like three streaks, like little stripes on my face of the mineral magic, which is also SPF 30. And then I do three like streaks right next to it of the radiant skin tint. The only reason I say this, because I'll be very transparent when I say that the skin tint is very tacky has a very tacky finish. Sometimes I feel like it would almost be nice to finish it with like setting powder. Like it's very tacky. Okay. But they pride themselves off of using really great ingredients. So to make it the consistency that maybe we wish it would achieve, they might be going against their morals and values, creating a product with different formulas that would involve ingredients they don't use. Right. So that's the only negative I will say is that it is decently tacky. I personally can get away with shades seven, eight, or nine, depending on like, if I have a little bit of a tan or if I'm like blending it in with makeup, stuff like that. But I feel like you can't really go wrong when it comes to in between like a sh certain shade range. They do have a really cool shade range quiz. So if you're a little bit in between, you can do that. And they also have a really great return policy and customer service. So if for some reason you got it and you're like, listen, this just isn't it for me. Feel free to return it. But I'm telling you, if you choose to buy it and get 15% off with code DESB, I would highly recommend purchasing the Mineral Magic SPF as well. So we're heading into winter. I know you bitches think we don't need to use SPF, but I promise you, this is something you still want to make sure you have on your face. Okay. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Before we officially get into today's episode, I did want to thank my partners, BetterHelp. Because of them, I have been getting better with help. BetterHelp is an online teletherapy program, and within a 72-hour period, you can be matched with your own personal therapist that is applicable to you and what you are going through through. This is an app that is directly on your phone. You're able to communicate with your therapist right then and there. And they are also going to be licensed to you based off of your locations. This isn't a, this isn't no funny business. This isn't no, you know, not qualified people helping you. These are educated professionals there to listen to you. If you use code DESB, 
at checkout, you are able to get 10% off of your first month, or you can use my link, betterhelp.com slash DesB, and you will get 10% off of your first month. I've been with BetterHelp for over a year and a half now, and it has just really been a home away from home for me while I'm able to stay in my home. There's not a lot of licensed professionals near me that I would feel comfortable going to. And to be honest, I don't have the fucking time. So to be able to hop on my app and schedule a call when it is available to me is pretty huge and pretty awesome. So again, with code DESBY, you can get 10% off of your first month. And you can also click the link in the show notes description box link in bio and follow that as well. You'll fill out a questionnaire. And like I said, you'll be matched with a licensed therapist. So thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast and get better today. All right. Sorry about that introduction. Sometimes when I sit down at night, and I record these, I've had a very overwhelming day. And it's difficult to like sometimes always articulate because I feel like my brain is shut off already. So that wasn't the most like entertaining intro, but hopefully I'll be able to articulate myself here better. (laughs) I have to, I feel like I have to remind you, like I'm not a professional podcaster. I just show up every week and like fucking talk into a mic and have fun. So this is my place of like true escape and just kind of chatting. I don't have... Uh, I, I never have lines in front of me. I never, I never have a script. I never have bullet points of what I want to talk about. Like I literally just kind of, I just kind of raw dog it to be very honest. And so if you listen to these, thank you, because sometimes even I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck I just said. You know what I'm saying? So, but I wanted to talk to you guys today about something that I'm, I've been kind of battling the past shit. I would even venture to say like the past year, but really been actively thinking about it like the past two, three, four months. And I haven't really like opened up about it just because I feel like this type of topic is opening up a can of worms where a lot of the diehard religious folk out there just have a lot to fucking say. And sometimes it doesn't come from a, a place of love and compassion and and uh, help. It comes from a place of judgment and negativity and hatred. So it's very difficult to open up about these things when you have the the exact the exact reason why I'm turned off of religion coming and then attacking me, right? Or anyone, if you're someone who has just struggled and battled your relationship with God or whatever you believe in, you're kind of back and forth of like, what is this life? What am I going through? It's always scary to chat about it and open up with it because you 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 get the immediate backlash of these diehards who aren't open to communication. And I guess that's what bothered me the most about church is that when I, when I would kind of question certain things, the only response I would ever get is extreme, the extremist going like, why would you ever question that? Here's what the Bible says. Here's the verse. Here's the exact layout. And this is exactly why God died on the cross. And I'm like, holy Uh, yo, like I, like that, that was like way too deep. That wasn't even where I was going. I was just simply asking a question, like, you know, whatever. So anyways, I've been really struggling the past couple months with my view of religion. Who, who am I? What am I? Why are we here? And I've grown up in a very religious household from the start. I would go to VBS. I would go to Wawana. I would go memorize my scripture and I would be in in youth group and we would sing songs and we would all talk about God. And that's how I grew up. As I grew up, 
about 2000, I think it was 17. I really gave my all into religion. I really like, I, I, like I was, I was on fire for it. I would talk about it. I would tweet about it. I would post about it. I mean, I was so proud of my relationship with Christ. I, I got baptized or I should say rebaptized, like on my own, you know, I, I wanted to do this. I wanted to commit. I wanted to showcase my belief in the fact that God, in my case, I was, you know, raised Christian. God died for my sins. He's on the cross, you know, all is good done. Thank you so much, Jesus, for doing that and God forgiving your son, you know, thank you so much. So the big turning point for me was the first, the first turning point was when I moved in to, when I moved to Florida with Wyatt, my platform, the people that I was on Instagram with immediately, I faced so much backlash in my DMS and emails, just persecuting me for moving in with Wyatt before I was married. And that was my first hard hit of just like, we all want to be Christians and do everything right. But the minute that something, someone does something that we don't agree with, even in the Christian world, we, it's immediate hate backlash. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know you anymore. I don't want to associate with you anymore. It's just, it feels so extreme. And I understand that there are certain things that you have to draw boundaries in your life of like morals and values. And if we don't align, then like we can't be friends. You know, I, I get that if that, that there's some things like that for you. But for me, I was very much still in tune with my relationship with God, but I just personally knew I did not want to be away from the man I was going to call my husband, you know, that, and, and that was my choice. And that was my walk. That was my walk in faith, not anyone else's. So I didn't know why it was such a big deal. So that was my first turnoff. However, once I got in Florida, I was very alone and that I got super invested in Elevation Church and we were streaming it every Sunday and we didn't really have a church down in Florida and we wanted to do premarital counseling in a church, but we didn't have a church base, like a home home. And um, once we got married, this is where things really started to kind of turn around. Because once we got married, Wyatt's cousin died, Wyatt's parents got divorced, my grandma died, and then my grandpa died within literally 20 days. It was tough. And it was one of those things in life where you, you're you on your knees and you're crying and you're looking up at what you would think, you know, heaven is probably north. So you're looking up in the sky where really you just see fucking stars and a moon and you're crying and you're wondering what kind of person would want this to happen to someone else and call it God's timing. And that's when my big turn of religion changed because I also was in the same position as a lot of you guys who say, how the fuck is there a God out there that does such bad things to good people or just lets bad things happen? Why the fuck did Hurricane Ian just ruin Fort Myers, Florida if there is a God? You know what I mean? I totally get it. Now, the only thing that kept me going in my small, in my religion journey was the fact that I knew that there was also a devil on earth. Okay. We're also taught about this as we grow up. Okay. This, this devil is a fallen angel and he now looks like a fucking boogeyman and he's usually red and probably lives in the depths and there's like fire and you don't want to go there because you're pretty much just like writhing in pain all day. And 
the 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 way out of it though the way out of not going to hell in my religion mind you maybe not in yours the way to get out of it though is if you just repeat this small phrase you are eternally saved and that's that's what gets keeps me up at night you're telling me that i just got to say a little fucking sentence and i could go the rest of my life sinning but hey i said that one sentence one time i'm technically forgiven right? Like that was a little bit confusing to me. So as the years have gone on and I've moved and I've just had kids, you know, whatever, I oftentimes always come back, you know, I'm, I'm praying, I'm, you know, God, please, especially during, you know, everything with Archie. God, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you like, please just save this baby in me, keep everything safe. And at one point I got to the, the point of just sharing, I don't know who you are out there, but if there is a power higher than me, please help me and help my baby. So I started shifting this perspective because I really did feel insecure of what, what I believed. What did I believe? Because there came a certain point in my whole mental health journey that I, I just, sometimes I just spiral thinking about shit, right? And Wyatt and I got talking one night on a, on a like drive home and we started talking about religion and all these things. And we started talking about it and it kind of spiraled into this idea of what we're really like, we're really just believing a book. Now, again, hear me out. I'm not shaming anyone who believes this shit. Just hear, hear my, hear my mindset out that I'm struggling with right now. Okay. You can roll your eyes all you want. So I was like, we're, we're just believing this book and, and remind you, anyone can write a fucking book. Anyone can write a book. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we're literally just relying on this book that kind of directs history with a bunch of stories that are mostly parables made up for teaching, right? So then Wyatt told me that the one thing that kind of changed his mindset and that he struggled with for a while was someone told him that Jesus, maybe Jesus was really just a street magician, and that one threw me for a loop because there are magicians out there that could practically do the same shit Jesus did. Not really. Okay, again, just understand my mindset. And it just got me spinning. So we're talking, we're talking, and I'm like, you know, I just feel like sometimes people leave their hearts into the church and religion to make up this uh, kind of mental barrier around this trauma that they've endured or these bad events that they endured and just being able to have reasoning. That's what, that's what I've been struggling with is I feel like the times that I've gone through the worst shit, I've leaned on the church and I've leaned on God to almost create this, this bandaid over me of like, oh, well, this was meant to happen. And mentally I like deload that trauma onto the fact that like, God made it happen. It's, you know what I mean? It was supposed to happen. And so sometimes it really fucked me up because I'm like, who's to say it's not just fake. And it really is just a, a brainwash. Again, I'm, I'm using these terms, but please know that I respect anyone's mindset. Okay. I'm again, I'm just sharing where my thought process is right now. So I'm thinking, is this like a brainwash? Because I watched this, the show I told you guys, Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey, right? And we had this one guy that told all these people, virtually all these lies, and they believed him. 
and they put their heart and soul into it. And they, they thought that they, that he was, they brainwashed themselves so much to think that what he was saying was also real. And so I feel like that's where it really started getting me because then I got into the, the numbers of just, you know, owning a business myself, understanding business, understanding taxes, understanding this. And the, the, a lot of churches are like people make so much money in a church and we're also expected to give tithe, give offering, give money. And it's just a money pit. So you have this person telling you each week, what makes you feel good. You give $20 a week in their little fucking, you know, passing down the aisles. And then if you don't put money in, people judge you, you know, again, it's like a whole weird culture. And then where's that money go? Well, sometimes they break it down for you and they show you, Hey, here's the church's revenue to date. Here's this, here's that. But there's so much money that they get to write off on taxes and pastors get to write off on taxes. These people are sometimes, especially in these big churches that we know of, they're making so much money. They're making so much money, right? And then it makes me think at the end of the day, what do people want to do? They want to make money. So then it kind of sends me into another spiral of like, okay, how do we know that people who start churches or have churches aren't just using it as like this huge ass tax write-off for them and their family and blah, 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 blah. And all of these just other things, you know, why do we have to tithe? Why? Oh, so we, we don't tithe. We won't go to heaven. Like, I don't know. It's just always framed up really weird to me. And I've just really been struggling with what to believe and how to believe, because I also have this sense of spirituality in my life where I do believe that the more that we put into the world in energy, not woo woo crystals. Okay. I'm just saying you, you can tell a difference in your life when you're putting out positive vibes, so to speak, versus the difference in your life when all you do is speak negatively. I think the power of thought is exactly that. It's very powerful. So I do believe in the you know manifestation, speaking things out loud, saying, yes, I'm going to do that, and having your, your mind respond to it, having then it direct your life. And so I, it sounds so silly. And again, I feel so crazy speaking of this because I also have this weird internal battle that when I question God out loud, that now I'm not going to go to heaven because I'm questioning his word. And isn't that kind of like weird? Isn't it kind of weird that even as a Christian, I feel I'm, I'm not allowed to ask questions or else I'm now going to go to hell because I'm questioning the creator if we have a creator, like why the fuck is stuff way older than the world was supposedly made in the Bible? Like, I mean, I'm genuinely asking, like, doesn't it make you kind of turn your head a little bit and go, hmm, this doesn't make sense. How can I go to the Field Museum and see fucking Dinosaur Sue from billions of years ago, but in the Christian community, we're told that the world is really only like 30,000 years old, according to biblical shit, right? And I'm only saying 30,000 because I remember it was like years ago. Don't get me wrong. This might've been like 10 years ago. At one point, the church had told me that at that point in time in my life, that the the, the world based on God was only like 20,000, 23,000 years old. 
Like for real, I remember that verbatim because it stuck with me because whenever I then got into science class or whatever, and we're learning about rocks and like different type of prehistoric shit, I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me because like, but God was, God wasn't here yet. So like the world wasn't here. So like rattle me that, you know? And like, why, why don't we have more information on like other planets? Like, I don't, I don't think God talked about the solar system in the new Testament. So like, what the fuck is that? You know, like, I I don't know. Like, why are we only here? That wasn't really covered. Like, is there a chapter on that one? Like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like there's a lot of missing context from the Bible that again, at the end of the day is just a book. It's a book that anyone could write in I know that supposedly, you know, again, I'm basing this off of what I was told growing up that the people of God's life or whatever, like wrote this book collectively, but it just is hard for me to like understand right now, you know? And so I've been having this really big struggle with church, with hearing about church, with everything because especially ever since like the overturn of Roe versus Wade and in general, just kind of changing and reshaping my mindset about when life begins and um, abortion and things like that, divorce, um, different things that are technically not allowed in the Bible, you know? And it just had me thinking like, especially with divorce. I just want to touch on that because I did talk about that in a few, like a few episodes ago or last week. Sometimes there are people that just don't belong together. And I've seen it happen with my own family. These people staying together in their marriages, which ending up ends up causing them and their family and their children more trauma and more negative energy in their lives but they stayed together because God says you can't get divorced. And I just don't understand that. You know, abortion, life begins at conception. You are going to hell if you get an abortion. And I just think that there are so many situations that no one will ever understand. And to just put this overarching idea in Christianity that if you are a Christian, you cannot do X, Y, or Z is fucked up to me because who are you to say that you don't love God, but you cannot have a baby right now. You don't want a baby right now. Who's to say you don't love God with all your heart, but your husband fucking beats you now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so we can't get divorced because even though he's abusive, like I, like I don't understand that because then again, you have these, these Christians who then would back it up and be like, well, that's different. And that's what I see a lot in the Christian community is the ability to just pick and choose when we want to use the word of God. And that really turned me off too. And I'm sure some of you feel the same way because I know that when I went into a church and I would wear my Sunday best, I'd wear a cute dress. And I'm telling you, I was modest at this time, right? When I would go into a physical church, I'm modest. Cam wearing a nice dress. I'm, I'm looking presentable. And I would still get nasty stares from every woman in that church just because I simply looked put together. You know what I mean? Like, sorry that I'm, I'm looking good and I'm not trying, not, not a flex. I'm just saying, so, so now we're just going to call a woman a whore because her Sunday best looks different than your Sunday best. 
and also the fact that we just simply look different. And so I felt like the judgment that I was getting in the Christian community really turned me off. And then all these questions that I have, if I would approach someone in the Christian community and tell them these things and be like, you know, I'm just really struggling. Like, here's what I'm seeing and here's why. No one would ever have an answer. And no one ever wanted to admit that that, you know, hey, Des, you are right. That is really confusing. And I struggle with that myself. It was never that. No one ever wanted to see eye to eye to me. All they wanted to do was show me a fucking verse in the Bible. And it was like, well, it's right here. It's right here in Proverbs. This is exactly what you're asking. I'm like, that, that's fucking written out, okay? I, do, I just don't. And then you have people that say, oh, well, I, I heard a word from God. I heard a word from God. Have you guys seen that sins of my mother? That word of God call, is called fucking mental illness, okay? That, that is called schizophrenia. That is called ADHD. I don't even know. That is sometimes, I just don't believe How can you hear a word from God? And again, I'm not, I'm coming to you guys who might be deep rooted in a church. And I'm simply now asking you to help change my mind. Fucking try to change my mind. Truly. Okay. Tell me that God can still love me. That even though I cuss a lot and even though I might commit sins, tell me, Tell me how I know that I can still get into heaven because I said the Lord's prayer when I was eight years old. So technically, I don't think that there's a renewal date. I don't think there's an expiration on that prayer. Change my mind. That That's all I'm asking, right? I think that I'm, I am so open to hearing, but when I do share these things, I don't get a word back. I get a verse shoved in my fucking face. I never get conversation. I never get understanding. I never get any of that. It is just simply always telling me that I'm wrong. And this goes even to my own family, you know, that grew up very deeply rooted in the church. They choose to bring out the religion card when they choose, when they want to, when it benefits their, when it benefits their advice, benefits their point, benefits their toxic, you know, maybe thing that they did themselves. They'll bring out, oh, well, when, you know, when Eve, took from the apple, you know, uh, they'll use that story. It's like, okay, yeah, I've heard it. Uh, Like I I get it. She ate the apple. Okay. She was the dumb one. We got it. That doesn't mean that bad thing. You know what I mean? Like imagine Eve didn't eat the apple. Technically there would be no bad things in the world ever. No one would know pain. No one, no one would know this. No one would know that. I'm just not buying it. I'm sorry. This I just don't know. And then we're going to talk about Noah. We're going to talk about Noah building an ark because he, again, got a word from God. And then he somehow rounded up every animal. And and in that act, no animal killed each other. No animal killed each other. And there also weren't any dinosaurs on the ark. Like there weren't any, you know, velociraptors. To my understanding, I don't know, when you see Noah's Ark in in kids' toys, it's like the typical lion, giraffe, there's some parrots, and like a, you know, like a cougar, and then there's Noah. Like, I don't know, I just, it's hard for me, okay? It's hard for me, and I've just been really struggling because I've spent my whole life dedicated to a church, dedicated to a way of thinking, 
And now as I've gone through life and had experiences, I'm just, I want to challenge that way of thinking. I want to, I want to expand. I want to know more. I want to, you know, test those, test, test that knowledge that I received as a kid. And, and as, as I've been doing that, um, I've kind of gotten nowhere because it's all seeming a little bit more fucked up the more I dig and dig and dig. So it's really, I'm really struggling. Okay. Because like I said, I grew up in a religious household and I took a lot of pride in knowing God. It took a lot of pride. I still take a lot of pride in getting baptized. Okay. I, I stood up for what I believed in, in that moment. And it's really difficult for me to now not feel the same way. And I've been having thoughts of like, you know, should I go back to church? Like I've, you know, been seeing Elevation Church in my feed a lot more often. And I love Pastor Furtick. Again, I can respect a a man that can talk, period. He does a great job pastoring, like amazing job. He's a great speaker. Like at the end of the day, we can all applaud a great speaker. So I love him. And and I've seen that this at my top of my profile. And I'm like, is this my sign? Like, is this you, God? And then the next thing I'll see is like 444, like trust your, it's like all about, you know, horoscopes and stuff. I'm not going there, but I'm just making a point. It's like, I, I just don't know anymore, you know? So when I go to like pray or something and I'm using this verbiage of like, I don't know who you are, but I know there's something up there, whether it's energy, whether it's a different God, because that's the other thing I struggle with. Who, who are we to say that God is God? Like, like how ignorant is it for us as Christians to also be like, yeah, it's literally only God. Like, what about the Buddhists? What about the, you know, other, the Jews? Um, what about like Jewish culture? What about Catholic Catholicism? What about all these things that other people believe in different type of gods, different type of, you know, whatever. So like, why are we saying that our God is the only God? Like, you, like, are you catching my drift? Like, it's not a little confusing when you get into it. Like, who are we to disrespect people who believe in Buddhism? But, but is, but is Buddha in heaven? Like, I, like I, I'm confused. Like, are they like on first, are they like on first name basis? Like to him and Buddha talk, are they different gods? You just kind of choose which one you love. Like, I don't get it. It's very intricate to me. And I hope that this episode only allowed you to either number one, be validated you are allowed to question things and it is a little fucked up when we listen to it. I'm a little confused. And number two, if you are someone who is deep rooted in the Christian community and you're listening to this and you're just shaking your head and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe she's thinking this way. I hope this also showed you how you can help others in different things that you can talk to them to alleviate these kinds of questions. Because I'm going to be honest, you guys are doing a shitty job. Because like I said, whenever I try to have these conversations with someone, I'm never getting an answer. I'm never able to even talk like this because I just get shut down and mowed down like Scarface. Open up the conversation to talk. If this is, if this is what you, if this is what y'all are riding for, back it the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like ha- have some, have some flashcards ready. Have a Q and A. Come on, like make better resources is what I'm saying. I, I feel like there, there should be a book of the Bible when you're questioning the Bible or like, even like the Bible for dummies. Like, can I get a little bit of a more like just literal layout of like what, what each chapter means? Like, what are we rolling through? What are we learning? How's this fitting into real life? 
can I have like resources? Are there, can we have like APA format of like where to contact the people that wrote this? Because there is just, it is not making sense to me that we're just like sitting here selling the same book, you know? And you know, when there used to be hotels and you would see a Bible in the, the hotel room thing, I know a lot of that is to, if, if someone for some reason was wanting to go to a hotel to commit suicide, I've heard a lot of times that that's why they put Bibles in there and people donate Bibles in there is to hopefully save their life. And Hey, I'm for that. You know what I mean? I'm for that. If that, if coming to a religious, you know, kind of like light at the end of the tunnel, if that changes someone, someone's life. And if that saves someone's life, absolutely go for it. But I will also say again, why are we doing holy Bibles? What, what about like the other religions that are still very much alive, living and well, that believe different things, you know, I don't know. I'm, I am just curious. And again, if you're open to conversation, I would, I'd love to talk, would love to listen, would love to read. Um, so if you want to shoot me an email, feel free. Um, if you are someone who is in the same boat as me and kind of wondering, you know, Hey, I'm on the same kind of like WTF as you. I grew up also very intertwined in the church and maybe that's why you're turned off too. You know, maybe you felt like it was pushed on you too much. Been there, you know? So that is just like my overall outlook right now of religion. And I'm like, like I said, I was anxious to share this because it's not that I'm trying to reprimand a belief system. You know, I've, I've been in it. I've done it. I've been, I still very much want to believe in it. I'm just struggling right now. And I think that if you can respect that, then you can also understand like the questions that I have, you know, if you were to use this, this episode and pull it out of context and be like, Des fucking hates Christians. Like you're absolutely wrong. Like that, at that point, that's just ridiculous. That's not the point at all. It's the fact that like, I'm just as confused right now. And I wish I had answers. Now I think in religion, in God, in anything, there's always going to be questions. You know, we're never going to just have this like perfect layout but to feel validated, understood and listened to is I think what a lot of us wish was better in the Christian community. You know, there, there's just so much negativity. Um, you know, Oh, you had sex before you're married. You're a whore. Oh, you had a baby before you're married. You're a slut. Oh, you are on birth control. You're not letting God do his natural life plan. You're, you know what I mean? It's just, there's always something wrong. And at the end of the day, like, I know that we're, we're here, you know, we're like, Hey, eternal life, you know, we want to live forever, but I'm still here, babe, you know, and I'm here, I'm here on the earth and I still want to enjoy my time while I'm here. You know, I know the whole idea of you don't take it with you. And I get that. But, um, if I'm living in it for 80 years, you know, God willing, literally, LOL, like then I want to enjoy my time on the planet, you know? So, I don't know. I'm just struggling. And like I said, I want to be open and honest about that with you guys. I've had a few people message me, you know, um, you, do you go to, do you go to church anymore? Do you, and it's just like, no, you know, no, I don't. I am on my own journey of figuring shit out. And I think that we're all allowed to do that. Like if you are committed to something, whether it's Christian based, whether it's uh, religion, whether it's just something that you even love, maybe it's a, a hobby. If you do that same thing your whole life and you never question it, you never branch out, you never learn a different variation of what you're doing, then you're only 
doing yourself a disservice. It's kind of like weightlifting. If you've only ever strength trained your whole life and you've never incorporated a different style of circuit training or you never tried a workout class, in my opinion, you're doing yourself a disservice. You know, you never know what else is out there until you explore. And you also never know more about yourself until you explore and ask those questions and ex- and, and ask for answers. So that's kind of just where I'm at right now. You know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say like, I'm fucking atheist. I'm definitely not. I know there's something out there, but I guess I'm just, is it God? Is it God? You know, I don't know. I don't know. And I know we'll never have like a factual thing, but like, you know, we can't talk from beyond the grave. When we die, we die. So like (laughs) we don't have this in documentation. We can't scientifically be like, yep, there's a heaven. Like, I don't know. So let me know what you guys think if you're open to discussion. Um, If I have someone listening for some reason, or maybe you know someone, maybe you know um, like a religious, someone who studied religion, or maybe, you know, even just a talk about why are religions religion? Why, why do they exist? What created religion? What, what spouted this off? What, you know, whatever it might be, or having knowledge of different religions, like come on my podcast. Um, if for, you know, some reason I have someone with a contact like that, or someone who you think in that sector could do a service on this podcast, I'm, I'm open to it, you know, hand over the mic, like feel free, you know, but I just never am able to find anyone to have a conversation with me because it's hard to answer the hard questions when you live or die by something. And when that thing is put in question with things that kind of make sense, it makes you uncomfortable. And that's what some of you might even be feeling right now is like, Oh my God, like I'm deep in the church, but what you're saying, that's making me uncomfortable because yeah, hard questions, hard conversations are uncomfortable. So anyways, happy Sunday. Um, thanks for coming to my sermon. I know I'm not showing up anywhere else. So if this is the only sermon you're showing up to this Sunday, also good for you. You know, it's, it's okay. You're not going to go to hell because you missed a Sunday service because you still technically came to one. <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks as always for listening. Open mind, open heart, open communication. Okay. That is what we do at this podcast. I love sitting down. I love talking to you guys. And again, if my articulation's kind of off and I'm a little bit, bleh, just know that I take care of two kids all day. And by the time it comes to 8 p.m. at night, I am a little bit fried. Okay. But I love talking to you guys and I'm not fucking giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm not fucking leaving. All right. Happy Sunday. We'll chat soon.